Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. This is your host, Coach Bonnie, and it is a beautiful Monday. Mondays are my favorite day of the week. I feel like it's a chance to restart. I feel like it's a chance to realign. I have so much energy, and specifically today because I took one, two, almost five days off from my business, and that never happens. I left Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Was it really? No. What day did I leave? I can't keep up with these things. I think I left Thursday morning, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, so four days off, and that never, ever happens, and I want to preface this podcast with something um, before you're like, Coach Bond, you always talk about balance and rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, I totally get that. I, I, What I do is I take a half a day off on... I take like three half days off where I'll stop work early on like a Wednesday, which used to be my traditional Bonnie day. I'll stop work or do some work on a Saturday and then half work Sunday. So it's not just like every day 24 seven, but to have four consecutive days where I wasn't opening up my laptop, waking up at 4 a.m., going straight to like being super rigid, like it felt really, really good. And then about a week before, the week prior, I drove up to Panama City Beach uh, to see a girlfriend of mine and just have some girl time and just... Uh, recharge. And I really, I know, but I really forgot just how creative my brain gets when it gets to slow down. I forgot how good it feels to actually be able to rest and play. And it is a necessity. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a luxury. And and, and you don't have to travel to do this. You don't have to go out of like, but just taking time to rest and taking time to just tap in and tune in to, to your body, to your mind, to your soul. Um, it was amazing. So I feel so much better. I feel so refreshed when I open up my laptop. I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't look at everything that I have to do and roll my eyes. Like I'm just, I was so eager to get back to work. I opened my laptop at like four 30 this morning. I was like, okay, okay. What can I do now? That won't disturb anybody. Right. <laughs> so that was awesome. Um, taking time off is super, super important. And this has nothing to do with today's podcast, but I just wanted to catch you guys up on that. But today something I wanted to ask like a thought provoking question because it's been in my mind lately. And it's, what would you tell your past self? If you could go back in time, 10 years ago, and tell your past self anything. They're so close to my car. Wow. So they just whipped into that space so close to my babe. Uh, But if you could go back in time, what would you tell yourself? 10 years. 10 years ago, I was 25 years old. What year was it? 2012. Oh, wow. I was at the height of like my like youth and student ministry just like, just killing it, being so freaking busy. And there's a lot that I didn't know. And there was a lot of heartache right around the corner and I had no idea and I didn't know how to handle it because I didn't have a big picture mindset. I just had a, a very right now mindset. And if I don't get what I'm working towards right now, then then I, then I then God failed me. If I don't get what I'm working on right now, then that must mean that it's not meant to be. And that, that's a really shitty mindset to have. And unfortunately, a lot of us have that mindset where we set our goals, we set our sight on something, right? And especially, this is especially true if you haven't consistently set goals for yourself. 
And when you finally do, when you finally work up the courage to like set a goal for yourself, you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And nobody warns you about how rough it's gonna be. Nobody tells you, I mean, sure they do, but nobody will ever be able to put into words exactly the path that you have to take in order to become or to manifest or to bring to fruition this goal that you set your eyes on. Now, what happens often in life is that we just don't even set them because we are either afraid of disappointment um, or we know the hard work that it's gonna take and we either are lazy in mind or we just don't wanna get hurt or disappointed. And I think that's where a lot of people fall in. I'm gonna be real, a lot of us are just lazy. Like, you know, why, why be the greatest at something when I can just fly under the radar and live a very comfortable life? Some people do that by choice and I don't think they're lazy. I think they're discontent with what they have and I think that's beautiful. But for those of you that did want something more for yourself, to do something more, to be something more, to strive for, for greater than what you already have, to stretch yourself, to get out of your comfort zone, for those of you that had something totally different in mind for your life and you decided that instead of putting it on the shelf or the back burner for a while, that you would just take it off the stove altogether, that you would just throw the whole book away altogether, I'm talking to you. On my story this morning, I posted a question and I asked, what, what's one thing that you set out to do in the beginning of 2022 that you haven't done yet? And you don't have to like give me any reasons why. I just wanted to remind people of that, that in the beginning of this year, in almost a month, well, in almost two months, we'll all be looking towards 2023 and thinking about the things that we want to do. And, and what we hope to accomplish this next year. And there's just so much excitement in there. So if you could go back, let, let's, let's not even do 10 years. Let's cut it short. If you could go back to this time last year or beginning of this year, and you set your resolutions, you set your goals for yourself, whether you made a vision board, whether you actually wrote them down, um, or whether it was just kind of something in your head, what were they? And how many of them have you taken action on? And um, how many of them have you actually been consistently pursuing? And consistent doesn't mean daily. Consistent means like you pick it, but like you're, you're steadily working on it. Maybe you've drawn out a plan like, okay, for the first quarter of the year, for the first month of the year, whatever, whatever, maybe you did that. If you fall into the category of the person that never wrote them down, never made a vision board, I want to ask you why not? What about those ambitions or goals that you had in mind for yourself? Did you feel were not important enough to be written down on paper? There's one thing that I say a lot to my clients and it's people that write shit down, get shit done. It doesn't mean that you're gonna be 100% more effective 24 seven, but I do know that my clients that make, that update their screensavers, like we do, like all the coaches and the, one of my coaches taught me how to do this. And so I've just been passing it on. And I was listening to Steve Harvey on YouTube and he does it. I think that's where my coaches got it from is this one says November goals, because these ones are ones that need to be, they're big goals for the month of November. But usually I will set, you know, set my vision board and then set my monthly goals and then set my weekly goals that align with the monthly goals. The monthly goals align with the big vision Right. And there's a lot of people that don't do it. And that's fine. Like it, it is. It's weird, especially if you're not super deep into personal development yet. You're like, why do I want to write my goals on my screen? Everybody see my goals. Then you see there's, you know, some of us are embarrassed for people to know what we're working on, which is also a sign that you don't believe it's going to come to fruition. 
Because if you truly believe that something was going to happen for you, you wouldn't be afraid to write it down, right? You wouldn't be afraid to jinx yourself because you know you can't jinx yourself out of something that's meant to be. So coming back full circle, if you wrote the things down, what, which ones of those have you accomplished? But more importantly, which ones have you not? Which ones have you not done yet? And I'm not going to spend too much time on the why you haven't done them yet, because that could be, I I talk about why we don't have what we want all of the time. I just wanted to bring your attention to the idea and to the, to the, remind you that you set out to do things. You set out to do podcasts. You set out to do your blogs and write your children's books. So don't forget them. And if this goal has to trickle into next year, that's fine because it's less like, it's not necessarily you didn't get it done this year, so it doesn't have to happen. It's more like, let's reflect and let's look at why it didn't get done. Where was I? What was I? You know, those kind of things. You can do that on your own because I talk about that all of the time. We're going to move forward into the actual point of the podcast today. I just wanted to recap that and, and awaken that imaginative spirit in you. So, okay. <laughs> if you could go back in time and tell yourself, what would you tell yourself? I wrote down three things this morning. And the three, the very first one is the, the acronym for fear, which is that it's a false, um, false expectations appearing real. I always forget it. And when at first, when I heard that phrase, I was like, oh, that's not true. Sometimes things really are real. I was just trying my best to pick that phrase apart and see what was wrong with it. And I was like, yeah, no, every single time that's what it is. It's you expecting something bad to happen. Um, there's no, you don't have any proof that it's going to happen other than it's possible, which if you want to flip the script and play devil's advocate, that means that anything good is also possible for you too. You're welcome. But it, it is this idea that something that hasn't even happened yet, a false expectation, um, is appearing so very real in your mind that it is, it's that crippling fear that we talk about. You get crippled with fear and now you can't move forward. And there have been so many opportunities in my life where I could have, I should have um, stepped up and stepped into the limelight, stepped up and stepped into my power, stepped up and spoke up for myself, stepped up and done a lot of things. But that fear, that fear, if I speak up to this man, like what if he yells back at me and humiliates me or worse hits me? Yeah, nobody's going to hit you in public, but like that fear, right? And some of these fears are rightfully so. I'm just going to be real with you. You know, that fear of me speaking up for myself comes from being conditioned to walk on eggshells around angry men, right? Or that when you work in a hostile work environment, the things that you want to say won't be honored. And so before you go and get defensive or before I unintentionally offend anyone, I want to validate the fact that your fears are valid, but it doesn't make them true, Okay, your fear is valid, but it doesn't make it true. So you may fear that if you do insert what you're afraid of, right? You may say, Bonnie, if I do go to the gym, whatever, everyone will laugh at me and I will look stupid because I don't know what I'm doing, okay? Maybe that has happened before. Maybe you've seen gym videos back in the day when people were assholes and it, well, they still are, but not so much about gym stuff. We're a lot more open and inviting now. Um, maybe you did see something like that, or maybe something in your past did happen. So you've got this image in your head that it will happen again. Or maybe you're afraid that if you go and start your own business, it will, it won't last because there's so many, it's such a, for women, especially like there's like, 
Women don't usually make it into that 2% club of, 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 is it six figure earners or seven figure? I can't remember, but there's women rarely ever make it to become millionaires in their businesses, CEOs, female CEOs. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's just not as common, right? Or, or the fact that most small businesses don't make it past year two, let alone year five. Um, and so your fears are valid. Maybe you don't have a lot of experience in the thing that you're trying to do. And so you're afraid that it won't work. Again, your fears are hundred percent valid. Doesn't mean they're real right? This weekend, I like was so afraid to, um, I went and surprised my friends. I booked the flight, didn't tell them, didn't have their address. I was going to surprise them. And I was trying to contact everybody that they knew to get their information. And everything was just not working out. Like I was hitting up their good friends and their friends are like, oh, I'm trying to get it out of them, but I can't. You should just go when I go. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, and it just everything wasn't working out. The planes were getting delayed. Um, I was at the airport with still no address. Like I was like in the plane that I did get on was like, it was just everything. I kept running into roadblocks every step of the way. And what I do in those situations now, old Bonnie wouldn't have, old Bonnie would have had a meltdown, would have been crying, would have been texting her mom. First of all, old Bonnie probably wouldn't even have the balls to do this, um, just up and just leave in the middle, like at a whim, like, okay, I can get a flight there, right? But I realize a lot of things. One of them is what I just said a few minutes ago. If you're afraid that something bad could happen because it's possible, I also had to remember that the law of polarity, the inverse must also be true. Which means that if something very bad could happen, guess what? Something very good could happen as well. And the more I focus on how good and how everything was going to turn out, it did. Like there were so many hiccups on the road to this trip from delayed flights, from freaking, from me renting a car and putting the wrong date in and Priceline not wanting to give me a refund to them not even being home once I finally did get the address. Like everything went wrong, but at the end of the day, everything went exactly how it needed to go and it was perfect, it was beautiful, and it was an awesome trip and I wouldn't have been able to experience it had I been stuck in my fear. Number two, number two thing that I would tell myself is kiss. Well, yeah, I should probably kiss more. I'm a great kisser. I don't have anybody to kiss besides these dogs. They're annoying. But no, kiss is for keep it simple, silly. I got a message from a client, a new client this morning, and she was telling me about, um, you know, she's got this monitor for her heart and she's got this and she's got that. And she's like, how do I sync the Apple Watch to your app so that I can track my calories while I'm doing my workout? And then also uh, my heart monitor, like, is that gonna interfere? And I was like, heart monitor? I was like, sweetheart, do you have a heart condition? She's like, no. And so first thing I thought is, well, why did you spend extra money on a machine that's going to like monitor your heart rate to track your calories? And that's literally what your Apple Watch does. And the machines, the cardio machines, they also do that too. Also, spoiler alert, they're very off. The machines are never accurate. And this isn't even 100% accurate, which brings me to the point of like, just keep it simple. Like you, you don't, there's no... Even when I calculate my clients' macros by hand, when I get that that long formula, coaches, you know what I'm talking about, where you gotta take the client's age and multiply it by six plus 10, divided by this plus six, minus this, minus, you know, like that whole long formula. Even when I do it from scratch, it doesn't mean that it's 100% accurate. It's just like, this is a ballpark idea of where you should be eating, right? Um, and then even then we have to do things like trial and error. Like I have to have them log their food consistently and weigh themselves consistently so I can see if that's where they should be at. And if people don't do it, I can't really, you know, that's, that's on them. But the point is, um, there's a much simpler way 
to get to your goals than like buying heart monitors and doing all this stuff. And I'm saying all this because this woman's spending all this money on a machine that is not even that accurate. And even when I do stuff by hand for my clients, just because I did it by hand, there may be one day your body may decide to burn more calories or less calories. You may decide to eat more or less. You may lift more or lift less. You may, there's so many factors, right? So at the end of the day, all this extraneous things that we try to do to, to get things done quicker or efficiently or better, we don't really need to do. Like there's, it's, it's tried and true. I'm talking about weight loss right now. Like you just, consistently stay in a deficit and, and, and exercise a little bit more over time, um, you will lose weight. But we do all these things like buy monitors and buy fat burners and, and well, I only eat like this during this week and I'm carb cycling. And, and that's some of the stuff is super advanced. Some of that stuff is useful for a, an athlete or a professional or someone who's trying to take their health to the next level. But start with where you are. Keep it simple. Half the time we overwhelm ourselves and then we get fearful before we even start, because we're trying to do all of the things all at once. Hello, hi, it's me. <laughs> Keep it simple. And then my last thing that I would tell myself, um, if I could go back in time 10 years ago, would be, and this is super corny, but guys, like I'm telling you, like it finally slapped, it like hit me across the face with a brick this year, and I get it now. And it's that my journey is way more important than my destination. Will I do all the things I set out to accomplish? I am convinced. I'm also convinced that it may not look anything like what I imagined because I thought I was going to be a pastor of a mega church and I'm not, but I'm still walking in my purpose, right? And so if I could tell myself anything, it would be to not be so hyper-focused on how fast I get to where I think I'm gonna go that probably isn't even right. This journey has prepared me for the things that I'm asking for. So when I did my vision boards in the beginning of the year for when I did them December 2020, that year I put, um, you know, I want to move into this neighborhood, this luxury apartment neighborhood with the, the infinity pool that overlooks the lake and the fire pits and the and the business office and the uh, the outdoor grill area. Like, I want that. I want it so bad. I put the podcast on there. I was like, I'm going to launch my podcast. I put um, a lot of things up there, stuff about me and the kids, me and the boys. Um, stuff about love, uh, but all over the vision board were, was the phrase dramatically different or drastically different because I wanted my life. I didn't want just a little bit. I didn't want to just have like an okay business. I didn't want to just move into like a, you know, have my own place with my kids again after we split up so I could build the business. No, I wanted like the best of the best of the best, sir. And I wrote all over the board, exponential abundance. No, that's this year. Sorry. I wrote all over the board, dramatically different, drastically different. And everything like, you know, slowly ended up coming to fruition. So that was really cool. But I tell that story because this year when I did my vision board, I put exponential abundance, radical abundance. Abundance was everywhere. Every different way that you could talk about abundance, I had it on there. And I said, I wanted five full-time employees. I said, I wanted a new Jeep because the other one was falling apart. Um, said I wanted to do a TED talk. I said that I wanted to do work with Tony Robbins in his business mastery program. And, um, I wanted, you know, some other things, oh, several other things, like um, the podcast to, to get to a certain point of views. Hint, hint, guys, share this when you hear it. <laughs> but I had all these things on there. And what did I get this year? 
you've been listening, paying attention, a lot of heartache, a lot of disappointment, a lot of setback, a lot of scarcity, the exact opposite of abundance. A lot of situations where my nervous system just wanted to quit, just wanted to melt down, just wanted to break down, just wanted to throw in the towel, just wanted to be like, God, I'm just kidding. Don't want that level of abundance if this is what it's gonna take to get there. Like it was, it was terrible to like at least October and July were the roughest months on my mental health where I was just like, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing this. But I did because I kept my eye on where I want to go. And I always framed it through the light of, well, if this is what I asked for, this must be a part of the journey that it takes to get me to my destination. And if I think that I'm just going to call forth something that big into my life without becoming the woman that I need to be to be able to attain it, I'm wild. And so... I look back now at everything that I asked for this year and how the universe packaged it to me in a way that was unfamiliar, but was exactly what I needed. I asked for five full-time employees because that would mean that my business is making a significant amount of revenue to be able to pay for full-time employees and to be able to pay for their insurance. And instead, what God presented me with was the opportunity to repackage my company as a startup and create a startup crew where we're all working together towards the same goal of pitching our offer and being able to get investors to be like, oh, this is actually a good idea. And instead of five full-time employees, God gave me seven. I look at how everything that I went through this year, did I end up working with Tony Robbins this year? I didn't. But I ended up working with Sanira Mahani, who's a woman of color, who's got a unicorn company, a company valued at over a billion dollars. And I think that that hit home for me way more than Tony Robbins. So I actually like cross that off on my on my vision board. Cause I'm like, nope, I, nope, that, that'll work. <laughs> um, and so I tell you guys this because this journey this year doesn't look anything like what I thought it would. Didn't go as fast as I thought it would. Nothing about it looked how I thought it would, but I'm still on track for my destination. And so I really hope that that one resonates with somebody for the simple fact that we tend to get extremely discouraged from fear. We tend to get extremely discouraged from the simplicity of it all. My ladies this week kept reminding me like, Bonnie, it gets to be easy. It gets to be easy. And by easy, I don't mean like a walk in the park. I mean, it doesn't have to be so complicated. We've got this intuitive guide that leads us to the next level of our lives. And it's something that I've been trying and I will always say like, ladies, you got to learn to trust your intuition. That'll be my bonus one. Number four is, is Bonnie, like women, ladies, we need to learn to trust our intuition because your fear, and I'll wrap up with this, going back to the first point of fear, your brain's job, and I say this a lot, but your brain's job isn't to help you expand necessarily. Your brain's job has a very primitive function to keep you safe. And when your nervous system that is, you know, directed by your brain is freaking out, right, is is fearful, um, and it's in a point where you could be making a very pivotal, pivotal decision in your life, one that is going to help you step into a new level of expansiveness, don't be surprised if fear comes in, because that is your brain's primitive function of letting you know, like, hey, um, this doesn't feel familiar. Um, this is not normal territory, we're scared. You have to remind yourself that that fear, again, is a false expectation appearing real. 
and that your brain is just simply trying to protect you. Listen to what your gut says. Listen to what your your solar plexus says, your womb wisdom, whatever you want to tap into, wherever you feel your authority comes from. If you want to know more about that, ask me about human design. But um, when you can tap into that and confidently feel where you need to go instead of overthinking it and over-rationalizing it and talking yourself out of chances to dream big, ladies, like that, that's the ultimate life hack right there. If I had known to trust my intuition years ago, so many left turns that should have been right, a lot of this pain and heartache wouldn't, heartache wouldn't have happened. But again, the journey is more important than the destination. So my three things with bonus of four were fear, learning what that means and learning how to, to not let it guide me, kiss, keep it simple, silly, and my journey is more important than my destination. And my bonus one is that your intuition that that should be your compass. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love being back here and being able to podcast consistently again. If you got value from today's episode, do me a favor and screenshot this, post it to your story and tag me at Coach Bonds, or you can tag me at Mind and Body Co. Depends on what uh, social media platform you found me on or found the podcast on. All right, guys, I will see you Wednesday back with another episode. Have the best day of your entire lives. Love you and peace.